Adventurers and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. We want to invite you, as always, to come join our Discord, a place where you can hang out and chat with us and other listeners of the show. If you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our new Venmo for one-time kinds of things, or you can go to our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of our patrons at the big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blardamus Slump, Emily S, Thunder Mammoth, Jason K, Frank L, Doma Elaka, just Mike Works, Ross D, and Treehugger. And new to the Patreon this week, Darren. And also frequent Discord participant, Forrest AM. And now a recap of Session 59. We have climbed the Wellspring Tower, and at the end of the hallway, we find a Roper. It's pretty insane, but doesn't actually deal that much damage. It gets burned. We continue on and find two pretty adorable robot construct guys. They hit like monsters, though, and are terrible. Just as Jeb and Peach Pie are about to go down, we all run out of the room that had the robots in it. Luckily, they do not pursue. As we tend our wounds, the wizard goes invisible and flies up a hole in the ceiling. He finds a huge, crazy contraption that seems to be leeching magic from the Aeon Orb. The wizard tells everyone to run away, and considering what happened the last time he said that... We do. He flies above the tower and magics the machine. It absolutely explodes and sends the Wiz flying to the ground. In the nick of time, he manages to arrest his fall. The orb seems to regain power, and we all gain another resonant reflection, as well as level 10. The wizard is hovering next to all of you at the base of the Wellspring Tower. What did you do up there? Well, there's a big crystal, and it's connected to a bunch of, like, tubes and machines and shit, and I blew it up. You just blew it up? Yeah, it was messing with the, the orb. Well, I guess it worked. And just as Moonlight says, I guess it worked, you all hear the trickling of water. The wizard can look down and sees that in the space between the two... Platforms at the base of the tower, the stream begins trickling and begins to traverse and flow down the dry creek bed. That should make the people happy. I'm sure that will help with their crops. And in response, Sorrow, ugh. You see, we are doing such heroic things. Well done, the wizard. That was quite brave of you and very ingenious. I mean, the stream is accidental. That, was, that wasn't on purpose. A fortuitous result of your heroic deeds. And Sorrow, <clears throat> go bugger yourself. I was expecting much more chaos and destruction to follow in your wake. This seems resolute somehow. And I dislike it. Well, then I think we rather should do more of it. Do you create this guy just so you could be part of the party, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler wanted to play so bad. Why did you expect chaos? It is your soul. But never mind that. 
The whole world is chaos, sorrow. See, I like the clown. I like the clown quite a bit. I hate you. That's okay, I dislike you as well, Jebediah. And I will be rid of you. I'm indifferent towards you. That's quite alright. I wave at the dagger. Well, with that out of the way, perhaps we should return to Carrick. Discuss what we found at Old Crew's place with what's-his-face. Vandy. Yes, that guy. I think he wanted us to do a circus show. Well, among other things like curing his curse, but I have thought about it. By the time the tower excursion is finished, you're looking at it's not quite dusk, uh, but it is getting later in the day, around dinner time. As moonlight, I think we need to spend this first night literally here at this tower. Sure. Because I am out of spells. I don't have Dalwini anymore. I would assume Dalwini's back with the rest of the animals carrying my tent and everything. So I don't have a tent. Oh, and We have I a whole tower to sleep in. I guess we can go in the tower. How much of it is exploded? It didn't actually damage the structure in oh. any way. It was just a shock wave, not a blow-up wave. <laughs> Correct. It was more of a shock wave than anything else. Well, we'll stay in the tower then. I do have rations. You want to share some rations? As long as you share your alcohol. I'm good. Mm, I don't know if I have any alcohol anymore. I, uh, did we drink it all? We might have drunk it all. We drank all the alcohol I had. Uh, we dr- you drank all the alcohol you had and then gave the other half of it to a bunch of alcoholic red caps. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think those last of it. If this were one e, uh, and I had the formula, I would make polypurpose panacea. But I don't. Or, how about this? I have in my in my items assorted clown items in my inventory. What Peach Pie will do while everybody's eating and just hanging out and, and, you know, Moonlight's absorbing the sun rays, Peach Pie will put on a small clown show and do a little bit of magic, do some jokes, some slapstick, and entertain everybody. I'll play the marvelous Calliope while you do it. Yes, I'll fall please asleep. do. Also... Aren't you an alchemist? Just make something. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the polypurpose panacea was a thing from 1E that was basically, like, fucking alchemist acid. Alchemist acid. But I don't think it exists in this one. Well, then, as the party bunkers down in the tower, the night passes with no alarm, no interruptions, and you wake up the next morning as level 10 adventurers. Huzzah! Huzzah! Fuck you, Dad! You said I could never do it! (laughs) Level 10. I take another level of Barbarian. Imagine that. Um, You don't really have a choice. Yeah, you don't have a choice. Uh, So, as my level 10 class feat, I take Knockback. Knockback's pretty cool. It is one action. After I make a successful attack, if my previous action was a successful attack, I can spend one action and knock a creature back as shove. But I don't have to make like an athletics check or anything like that. It just happens. Kind of like when a monster hits and they can spend an action to grab. I can now do that, except it's knockback. So that could be useful. We get ability boosts, which is nice. I did that. And then here's what I wanted to get to. My uh, skill feat. I take Inventor. You are a genius at crafting, blah, blah, blah. It's it's long. But essentially, 
I can create, I can invent any common formula and, uh, and know it. So I don't have to go buy formulas or learn them. I just invent them. And what I'd like to do is you should allow me to invent polypurpose panacea. I'm 100% okay with that. And we could just take it straight from 1E because it doesn't, it's not actually like it doesn't break anything. It just lets you get high. I was going to say, it just the, lets you get high. The entire purpose, I feel like, of Polypurpose Panacea uh, was they put it in there to just be like, yeah, all right, here, have, here, have yeah. an alchemical drug. Have an alchemical drug. I think it like, so- you can soothe aches and pains with it too, something like that. But yeah. I want, I'm going to spend some time inventing polypurpose panacea, and maybe I can use it to help cure the wizard of his addiction to the stuff he smokes that's rotting his brain. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> totally different conversation there. All right. Oh, yeah. The panacea has no side effects. For example, the intoxication panacea does not cause a hangover. You feel comfortably drugs intoxicated with, from one hour. <laughs> drugs with no side effects. Let's do it, guys. Yeah, yeah. that's basically <laughs> what it is. Anyway, so that's Beach Buys level 10. Pretty interesting. I mean, everybody's going to have this, the uh, stat boosts, which is huge at this level. Um, yeah, everyone gets to go to 19. Sorry, I get to go to 19. <laughs> it does nothing for me. <laughs> Uh, so, so then everybody with Jebediah is going to get a big boost from the level 10 ship. The joys of being a little bit good at everything. So, as long as we're on the topic, uh, Spencer, what's uh, Jebediah's level 10 look like? Jebediah is attacking at the opportunity of attacks of opportunity. And also, I picked up a diplomacy feat because for some reason I'm a druid with 17 diplomacy. What diplomacy feat did you pick up? Shameless request. <laughs> what? It just sounded fun for Jeb. It's I love uh, it. this is great. You can downplay the consequences yeah. or outrageousness of your requests using sheer brazenness and charm. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I think I like the outrageousness. Just if I say something just stupid, it's just like ah, it's a pretty good idea. Yeah, exactly. When you, when you request something, you reduce any DC increases for making an outrageous request by two. If you roll a critical failure for your request, you get a failure instead. While this means you can never u- cause your target to reduce their attitude toward you by making a request, they eventually tire of requests, even though they still have a positive attitude toward you. That sounds really appropriate. Also, when you do animal empathy, aren't you making a request? It is a diplomacy check, and I'm requesting them to not eat us. To so, say is yes. It, is it an outrageous request, though? <laughs> if it's like a dinosaur, probably. <laughs> what do you mean I can't fucking eat you guys? <laughs> Alright, what's the wizard's 10th level look like? Uh, ability boost. Uh, class feat, I picked up quickened casting. And skill feat, I picked up multilingual. Again. Nobody's, what does that do? Yeah, I was going to say, literally no one's surprised about multilingual for, what, the fifth time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm very interested in quickened casting. Tell me about that. It's not as cool as it sounds. No, oh. it's, it's, it's once per day. If my next action is to cast a spell that is at least two levels lower than the highest level I can, I can cast, I can reduce the number of actions to cast it by one. Oh. So the quick and casting action is a free action. It's just something you drop in front of something else that you're casting. Yep. And I can only do it once per day. Well, and that's still potentially really good. You could theoretically cast two full spells using that. That's going to be useful at some point. 
Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm already used it. It just sucks that it's two levels lower than my highest level. And once per day. And once per day. I feel like they limited it almost too much. Well, that leaves our intrepid ringleader, Moonlight. What does your 10th uh, level look like? So for level 10, I took Greater Bloodline, which gives me a third focus point, and uh, my fifth level focus spell, which is called Consuming Darkness. Uh, your shadow wriggles before spreading out from you, forming a gateway of clinging, consuming shadow through which the horrors of another plane can barely be seen. The first time each turn you sustain the spell, the radius increases by 5 feet. Each enemy that enters the area or begins its turn in the area takes 2d6 negative damage and must attempt a reflex save. Um, on a critical success, the creature is unaffected. Success, the creature sinks partially into the shadow, taking half damage and a f- minus five foot circumstance penalty to its speed. Failure is full damage and a minus ten circumstance bonus. Critical failure is the creature is absorbed into the shadows where it can be seen below the surface. It takes double damage and is immobilized for one round or until it escapes. Knight gets another way to deal negative energy damage. And it's a 10-foot emanation. You're not targeting a creature specifically. It's it's a 10-foot emanation of enemies in the area. It specifically calls enemies in the targets. So it won't affect any of the party members. Correct. And also, each time I sustain the spell, it can increase by 5 feet. That's really cool. So that is my class ability, and then I took Virtuosic Performer for my skill feat, which basically gives me a plus two to dance performances, because I am a master in performance. And that is level 10. Alright, we head the fuck back to Carrick. So, the trip back to Carrick is relatively simple. I mean, you know where you, you backtrack all the way to Carrick. It takes a couple of hours, but you would end up back in Carrick probably around 2, 3 p.m. The The professor pointed out, or Opera Vandy pointed out to you where, where the circus was going to set up. You let the professor know. And when you return, it's it's only been a day. The circus is fully set up. The tent is erected. There are signs. There seems to be this excitement in the air. You notice that there are locals who are kind of whispering around excitedly as you pass them. Hey, who's taking care of Leonidas? He came with me, right? Probably Ellie. Is she just in charge of, like, all the animals we've taken? Because we have to have, like... If we took in all the animals from the menagerie... Jeb is definitely, like, head gameskeeper or whatever. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm there. <laughs> On a lot <laughs> of adventures, all right? I, w- I would assume that Ellie would take care of the animals the vast majority of the time. As My the- personal animals are Turtle, Leonidas, because I don't care what his name used to be. Doesn't matter. My Blood Leonidas, Wolf. I think. Le- Leonis, I thought it was. Is the Blood Wolf still alive? Yeah, we still got the Blood Wolf. Yeah, the Blood Wolf still alive. <laughs> Did just the boar kids die or the boar mom died? It was the boar mom that died. All the kids are still alive. All the kids us. are still alive, yep. Bacon. And a manticore. I saved nope. him. Nope. That did not happen. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. As the party approaches the uh, grounds that have been set aside for the Circus of Wayward Wonders, Fidget notices you all first. 
and Fidget comes up right to Moonlight. Oh, you guys are back! You guys are back! We get the circus started, right? 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 Yep. What can I do? Professor doesn't need you for anything? Ah, no, he told me to go away! <laughs> doesn't mean he doesn't Surprise. need anything. How yeah. is your act coming, Fidget? I think it's good! We did good last time, right, Peach Pie? It was fun! I think we did. Are we gonna do it again? I have something very important for you to do. You do? I love doing important stuff that helps! I pull out one of my juggling clubs. Okay. Do you see this club, Fidget? I do see the club! I have eyes! I tap my finger on it, and I cast my thing that lets me animate it. And I hold it up to my mouth and I say, Run away. And I set it on the ground. <sighs> Go get it, Fidget. Ah, the bullet penis! Oh, I'll be right back! Fidget runs away and chases after the, the juggling pin. That ought to occupy her for some time. Let's hope she's not faster than the bowling pin. I guess we shall see. Can I feed the bowling pin a cheetah's elixir? <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could just dump it on top of it. I'll see why not. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Speaking one. of which, if we are entering downtime, I would like to invent some formulas. I would be happy to allow that. In fact, barring any conversations that you all would like to have with the circus at large, you can go ahead and uh, let us know what you're doing for your downtime for the week of preparation for the first show. Who does like the fucking go out and get excitement uh, shit? All right. Okay. What do I need to make again? Is it a society check? Society check. You can make one society check, I believe, every two days. Yep, you make one every two days. So 29. That will be a success. What do we gain? It's like my charisma plus something. For a regular success, you generate anticipation equal to your level plus your charisma modifier. My charisma is minus one. So you at minimum one for the charisma modifier. So 11. Do you want another one? Yeah, let's go ahead and get all of the wizard society checks out of the way. 26. A 26 will fail. Oh, because we're level 10 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're level 10. Shit. That fails by one. But a failure still generates one anticipation. I get one more check? Uh, yes, one more before the show. 38. 38, that's a critical success. Critical success is you generate anticipation equal twice the sum of your level plus your charisma modifier, minimum two. That's 24. So that gives us already 36 anticipation. That's quite a bit of anticipation. Before it starts. So I am going to spend... 14 gold and 8 days, which means we're going to have to go a little bit more in a week, to invent two potions. One of which is Dark Vision Elixir, which is just a normal level 4 elixir, I guess, not a potion. And the other is Polypurpose Panacea, which was from 1E, and it was fantastic, and we are reskinning it to give no numerical benefit, but all of the fun RP benefits. Alright, so Peach Pie spends the downtime while the wizard is promoting the circus to invent, uh, well, some drugs. Let's just yes. say Bubbles is very interested yeah, in what he's, you're doing. I'm probably, yeah, we're probably gonna. Can I start a racket with Bubbles so we can actually make some fucking money? Oh, yeah. With you wanna do that? 
polypurpose panacea. You know, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it. I think I would consider doing that. Peach Pie would consider doing that. His morals are sometimes questionable, but Bernard would thoroughly, you know, disagree with this choice. Hey, Peach Pie, what are you doing over there? I'm making a new type of potion. He watches you while you're using the cauldron, and he kind of shivers a little bit. Yeah, that thing freaks me out, but what what is it exactly? That doesn't look like a healing potion. I'm going to call it Peach Pie's Polypurpose Panacea. That's a lot of peas. I thought it sounded funny. All right, fair. What what does it do? Well... Here, let me try. Yeah, I I mean, it gives you a lot of things that you can do with it. Bubbles just grabs one from you and just quaffs it without really waiting for you to give him permission. Fair enough. His eyes go wide. Oh, peach pie! And he just falls back onto the ground, just like flat back, boom. And he's laying on the floor of the wagon, staring at the ceiling. He just goes, have those always been there? Uh, the text for hallucination reads, you have pleasant hallucinations for one hour, such as wandering lights, music, playful surreal animals, and so on. You can tell these are not real. There's like a dozen Bernards on the ceiling. He's singing a song to me. Oh, Peach Pie, leave me alone until it wears off. I shall rely on you for distribution. No, don't talk business with me right now. Give me an hour. But you're in my wagon. That's okay, right? I want to hang out with the Burnets. All right. Yeah, so anyway, there you go. Polypurpose Panacea. Peach Pie's Polypurpose Panacea. Say that five times fast. Well, Bubbles, during the downtime week while you're doing this, is going to go right to work. He is so ecstatic about this for two reasons. This doesn't exist in any other place but from Peach Pie's lab, which means it isn't illegal anywhere. (laughs) And it has no discernible side effects. There's no hangover. There's no addictive qualities to it. I'm going to make so much more money than the circus. (laughs) <laughs> in fact we're going Wouldn't to sell be... this at the circus so it costs me three gold to make four of them it although takes some a week it takes it takes me four days to create four of them but if this ends up being lucrative i might look into feats that allow me to do that faster but the good thing is i can do my infused reagents and have as many as i want for us every day but they only last 24 hours yeah, it's not much of a drug ring when you can only make four every four days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> pretty pretty poor. Well, I will tell you this much. Bubbles will learn that formula as soon as he can. Yes, yes. I would be more than happy to teach it to him. So, what does Jebediah, do you do anything particular during the downtime? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the goat blood wolf. We're going to go hunting. Are you going to go hunting with the blood wolf? Yeah. Nice. Give me a survival check. Oh, we don't do that great. Uh, First day out, we don't find it. <laughs> Natural one in the survival roll. 
You're just you're just not used to the blood wolf yet. Yeah, I mean between between the blood wolves not really obeying your commands as uh, easily as Turtle does, and uh, the grounds and area around Carrick actually don't have a ton for like larger wildlife. He's a wolf. He's going hunt for rabbits and shit. Or actually, he's a big asshole. He's a big fucking man. Then <laughs> <laughs> how about uh, Moonlight? Moonlight, what are you doing during the downtime? Uh, Moonlight is going to do some retraining. Ooh, okay, that's new. So yeah, retraining is when you decide something you learned previously is no longer useful. And depending on what you want to retrain, different things take different lengths of time. In my case, I wanted to retrain my 6th level skill feat because I realized it's overlapping with another uh, class feat that I took, or actually ancestry feat that I took. They both give me a plus 1 circumstance bonus to saves against magic things. Okay. And so, so those they don't, two stack. don't stack. So I'm getting rid of the one that has is more restrictive, which would be terrifying resistance. Okay, so how long does retraining that 6th level skill feat take? So retraining a feat or skill increase typically takes a week. A week of downtime. So So I'll be spending basically the entire week retraining this. Okay. Is there any monetary cost to retraining? That's kind of up to you. Uh, Okay. Like if I have to hire someone how to do it, like to learn how to do it, what I am specifically learning is I'm trading it out for impressive performance. So I feel like I'm kind of just taking an entire week to work on my act, my performance abilities. Okay. So I don't think I would need a trainer for that, but uh, maybe maybe say... you're saying I need to find a dance instructor in town. No, <laughs> in Carrick. I, I, I'm going to say, well, A, there aren't any dance instructors in Carrick. Uh, but also, I mean, y- you have some experience with this. However, Moonlight's never taken the time to focus on improving their act much beyond from the beginning of the adventure. I do recall when we first started way back in episode one, uh, we got the idea that uh, Moonlight had been practicing their act very di- diligently. But ever since the start of the adventure, we haven't really had a chance to focus on practicing. So I'm going to say no cost and no trainer required. So, yeah, so for a feat it's like a week. Class features are longer, they're usually like a month but, again, you can it's up to the GM to decide if it's something particularly hard to find. And then there's other things that you just, like, can't retrain like, like a sorcerer's bloodline you can't just be like, well, I'm going to retrain this. Siphon out all your blood. Obviously, obviously Moonlight made that change when the new book came out, but that was because of character options changed, not because we wanted to change it. That's true. That's true. We did not make that change under the retraining rules. We like the fact that Moonlight's always been a shadow bloodline sorcerer, because that's really what your flavor has always been. Correct. Yeah, so that one we let go. This is the first time we're actually touching the retraining rules. At the end of the day, a lot of the onus of what a character needs to retrain is up to the GM. Okay. Well, the week passes. The citizens of Carrick are absolutely pumped for this show. You're going to gain an additional five anticipation on top of whatever what you've already generated. 
and your maximum anticipation is also increased by five. Then let's uh, talk about the uh, acts. Who do you want to be your opening act? So we'll start with the aqua kineticist. All right. And then how about uh, the build-up acts? You have two build-ups. So that has been Fireproof Flynn and Peach Pie. The two jugglers. The two jugglers that deal with fire. That's right. Can we just say Fidget's a part of it, too, just for fun? Absolutely. No mechanical benefit. Just, I want Fidget there, too. Fidget deserves to be there. What do I do again? You're the the pyrotechnic pyrotechnic. at the moment, which doubles our uh, excitement gain from pyrotechnic fire axe. Pyrotechnic actually has gotten us a shit ton of excitement. Excitement. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so the build-up will be fireproof Flynn, Peach Pie, and uh, Fidget. Which then brings us to Act 3, the big number, previously filled by Moonlight. I mean, unless somebody else wants to take it, I think Moonlight's going to stay there. Hell yeah, yeah. Oh, you. That takes us over to the finale. Finale, we've got Jeb, the Majestic Mist Dancer, and Evora and Gili. Traditionally, with the Circus of Wayward Wonders, the finale is the Animal Acts. All right. Oh, shit. Now time for the shit thing that happens before the performance. Are you ready for this one? Now for the Tyler Go Fuck Yourself. Actually, this one might not be that bad this time around. A portion of the tent breaks, which reduces your maximum anticipation by 10. I tried setting it up too fast. So your maximum anticipation goes from 105 down to 95. Oh no. The last time this happened was in book one, and it completely shot that entire show. Yes, because our max anticipation was 20. It literally halved our... Potential payout. Our payout. Yeah. Brand new fucking tent. (laughs) Taking it back, goddammit. You still haven't figured out how to put it up yet. No, it is not user error. It is manufacturer <laughs> error. <laughs> All right. Well, the show is set up. Carrick is pumped and ready for the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Are we ready to roll some dice for the opening act? Hell yes. First up, Oofy, the amazing aquakineticist. Who's going to be making those rolls? Ted. Ted. Why? I thought it was you the fire guy. You can do it, Ted. Because that's because yeah, because you're not doing anything else to do this guy. You will be making. Uh, you choose acrobatics or occultism. Acrobatics is at 16. Occultism is at 14. Well, oh. I got a I got a 30 in acrobatics. Whatever that is. 30 in acrobatics. That is a success. So that generates 12 excitement. So he has magical. He gets a bonus. Correct. Because since he's level 8, we said he had level 4 spells, and therefore could do, use a level 4 spell, which gives him plus 4. Here we go. That's a good start. Do you want to try another acrobatics? Might as well. It's a minus 5. Yep. So it would be a 24. 24 meets it on the money. That is another success. All good. With Ufi's act, there's a, uh, a big barrel of water that gets brought out with him and his 
whole thing is kind of like a uh, uh, floor gymnastics ribbon, except for with streams of water. So he's flipping and cartwheeling all across the ring, using those streams of water behind him and creating just magical-looking flows of water in the air. And the crowd is absolutely astounded. Act 1 nets you a total of 20 excitement, which takes us over to Act number 2, the build-up. We've got Fireproof Flynn, Peach Pie, and Fidget. Okay, so um, before we start, Peach Pie will take one of his silver tongue elixirs and also hand one over to Flynn, which will give us a plus two on our performance checks. I don't know Okay. What's that? You're using uh, liquid benefits? I am using liquid benefits. Absolutely. So uh, Flynn and I will, Flynn and Peach Pie will juggle some things that are on fire. Peach Pie will try and run away from the things that are on fire because they're scary. Uh, It could be kind of like what I did with Fidget, where my rain cloud turns on and keeps putting out Finn's fiery daggers, and he gets frustrated and then, like, starts throwing them at Peach Pie. And it's funny. But Peach Pie catches them sillily and throws them back, and it's all fun. And Fidget's there somewhere, just because everybody loves Fidget, but we won't roll any dice for Fidget. Well, I mean, I would imagine Fidget, like, snatch, snatching the things that are not on fire out of the air and lighting them with her fireworks. Yes, and, and then them tossing back. them back in. Yeah. Tossing them back in. I love it. That is fantastic. Also, there is an animated bowling pin running around. Nobody knows why. It's just there. So, let's make some checks. Shall I start with Fireproof Finn, then? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Remember that you do have the co-star reaction here, where you grant them a bonus to the triggering check if you would like to co-star. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna do that. Alright, That doesn't give me any... It's not gonna hurt me at all, right? No, not at all. So, you help another performer in the act pull off their trick, possibly granting them a bonus to the triggering trick check. Attempt the same check as the trick check you are attempting to aid. Okay. The DC to co-star is equal to the DC of the trick check, so you need to succeed with a 24, which is Fireproof Flynn's DC. Now, do you want to do that on the first one or the second one? I'm assuming you can only do it on one. It is a reaction. It's a reaction, so you can only do it once per act. Second one. Well, let's do the first, then, if that's the case. Flynn gets to either make an intimidation or a performance check. We're going to start with an intimidation, because I think you want to start by getting people intimidated by the fire. You're going to make a big show of lighting shit on fire. So let's start with that intimidation. He gets a plus 16, plus an additional 2 because of the thing I gave him, so that's a plus 18. And as Flynn is starting his knives on fire, the wizard's just kind of sitting in the back, and every time it happens, makes the fire just flare up large and sparks multiple colors to shoot from the knives. He gives us extra cool shit on fire things. Well, I get a 30. Well, Flynn gets a 30, I should say. Flynn succeeds at his first check. Okay, so let's try that performance check, and I guess first... We'll see if Peach Pie can do the uh, co-star. This is going to be real bad, but here it comes. Well, hold on. Is it performance or intimidation? Performance. Okay. Peach Pie gets an 18 and is going to fail at attempting to do the co-star thing. Okay. He does not get a bonus. Do not not get a bonus. bonus But he does get to do it. Now, 
Fireproof Flynn's act has the Agile trait, which Excellent. means that the second check will only be at a minus four. Okay, so here we go. We're going to have a total of plus 14 on this because of the item bonus. And we're going to get a 23, which I think is a failure. I need a 24. A 23 does fail. However, you have an action available to you. I can send in the clowns for him. You can send in the clowns. Let's send in the clowns and turn that into a success. So Bubbles waddles out onto the stage and grabs one of the doused clubs or knives that's that uh, Peach Pie drops in his failed attempt to co-star. And uh, he holds up a little umbrella to hold back the rain cloud and lights them on fire again and hands them back to Peach Pie with a flourish. Very good. All right. Well, then that'll take us over to Peach Pie and Peach Pie will do a thing. Um, so in his usual fashion, he's going to pick up Fidget and start juggling Fidget. She's just a prop at this point, to be honest. And we're going to make an acrobatics check. What's the fucking DC I have to make on this shit? For 27. you. 27. 27. Jesus H. I'm only going to make one check because I got fucking shit all of it. Don't you have performance? My performance is plus 11, yo. Oh, that's it? Really? Plus 13 with my potion. So your acrobatics is better. My acrobatics is better, even with the potion. But my athletics is where the real... That's where the real money's at. So wait, are you using the athletics or no? Yeah, I'm definitely going to use athletics. Oh, you said acrobatics. Did I? I misspoke. Um, I'm trying to decide if I want to do two checks or just one. Well, let's see how the first one goes. Well, but that would determine if I want to do acrobatics or athletics first. Oh, I see. I mean, you can do the same check twice. Can you? I thought for some reason we determined you couldn't, but I still can't find anything that says you can. Oh, because if you can do the same thing twice, then I'll just do athletics both times. I mean, you at level are... one, you at level one, you only have one. Don't you only have one? Oh, that's why. Check. Yeah, that's right. Level one checks, you can only use one skill type. At level four, you gained two trick checks. And at level eight, you have two trick traits. So you have agile and fire okay. on your trick now. Okay. Well, I I'm just gonna fucking go athletics, and we'll just uh, we'll just do that. So here it comes, and I get enough. I get a 29. That is a success. And I think fucking that's probably all I'm gonna do, right? We don't need any more than that, right, Swanee? No, we don't need any more. Ringmaster, call it good there. Our excitement is already so freaking. High. <laughs> <laughs> all right, done. That leads us to the big number. After that week of training, Moonlight, does anything change with your act? Not really. It's more precise. It's more skilled. Basically, it's going to be like, you know, performers that have perfected their art, where they've spent lots and lots of time doing it. It looks fancier, more precise than Moonlight's act has ever looked before. Then let's make that performance check. You need a 27. I roll a 4 and get a 28. Damn. Damn. Luckily, I got that plus two. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that went that went well. Uh, that went really four. poorly, well, but it still cr- succeeded. The crowd thought it went really well. Well, that does that. Uh, re- remember, on a critical success, you increase your anticipation as well as your excitement. Maybe this time Moonlight will extend their act. Feeling a little do, confident. To, to do more. I mean, we always got the clowns. You always have the clowns. That's true. Never had to use them on Moonlight's act, but it's always a possibility. Okay, well, we will give it a shot. 
can Ooh, I roll that's a natural, natural one? Gonna use your fucking hero point. I'm using my hero point on a fucking circus performance. <laughs> and we don't even need the excitement. Well, the excitement would help us. The only thing I'm basically crit fishing here for. <laughs> What's our excitement at right now? Or no, our excitement's. We don't need the excitement. We. Yeah, our anticipation's I'm, I'm hoping for What's the, our excitement? 87. Uh, 87. Basically, I'm, I was attempting to what increase our anticipation. I re-roll and get a 31, which is a success. Not a critical success like I was hoping for, but... Moonlight's act remains pristine, which no. takes us over to the big bad animal finale. So who we got? We got Jeb, Mist Dancer, and Devora and Gili. Who do you want to roll first? The Embojiji. Uh-huh. Evora and Gili. Gigi. What's her... 19 athletics? It's 19 for her athletics. Jesus! It's ridiculous. Let's do it. She sucks, dude. 21. 21 is unfortunately a failure. She's not what the people are here to see. It's fine. Let's say, do we care enough to oh. make it? Bend to, the clowns. to send in the clowns. Like I don't I said, think so. She's not here here to see. A failure doesn't even really do nothing. anything. Yeah. yeah, failure does nothing. Nah, no effect. It's just for our pride. Well, Evora's act does not go very well. In fact, as she's attempting to lift Geely as part of the act, it crushes her and she does. She. She doesn't want to give her the injury. Tra- oh, she has the injury trait. Oh. If an NPC performing a trick with the injury trait critically fails any trick check, they have a chance of becoming injured. 21 ain't no critical failure. It's only three off. Mist Dancer flies through the air. Mist Dancer can make either acrobatics at a plus 19 or performance at a plus 16. 18, sorry. Thank you. We'll do performance at 18. 29. That's a success. Mist Dancer flies elegantly through the air, and the crowd is... Ooh. Ah. Is there another trick that Mist Dancer will perform, or are we moving on to Jeb and the ever-adorable Turtle? Nah, Turtle's taking a break, dude. Turtle's taking a break? Bringing in Leonidas. Oh, yeah. Let's bring in the Leo boy. All right. Really? That's that's how you Leo boy. I don't know. Leo boy. I hated it too. I hated it too. But that's okay. What kind of check you making? Naturism. Which means you'll take your nature at a plus one because your trick has the animal trait. Pretty hard to fail. Thirty nine. Yeah, that is a a critical critical success. He is so happy that I saved him that he is doing the act of his life. In fact, Leonidas is doing the same trick that Danica did in the street performance, all without any whip, obviously. But Leonidas gets on one paw on a stool and does a single-pawed handstand, and then jumps up, lands on the two hind legs, and then backflips onto the front paw one more time. Even Jeb's taken back. Wasn't expecting that. Critical success gives you 10 excitement, but you also generate anticipation equal to half the trick's level. So another five. Which basically gives us five extra gold. Interestingly enough, it was our final act too, so everybody goes off on a good note. All right. Well, 
As far as I can tell, that was a successful show. What was your final excitement? 115. <laughs> How about anticipation? 48. 48, which means you blew the anticipation out of the water. The people of Carrick are elated at your performance. The standing ovation lasts an uncomfortable amount of time. Your total payout for that show was 58 gold, bringing the circus funds up to 140 gold. We did a thing. After the show is done, the professor comes up to Moonlighting. Why, yes, well done. Fantastic show. So glad we decided to come to the Swordlands. These farmers have a lot of money. Yes, surprisingly so. But I think it's time to pack it up. Already? We're moving on to the next town. I believe so. Well, where to? Castanley. Castanley? Are we not going to go to Matt and Cleave? Not at the moment. Maybe later. All right, then. It's in the opposite direction of where we need to go. Ah. He puts a finger up to his nose. I see. Well, then let's pack up. It it will take a day to break down. I can't imagine that you guys will be breaking down the tent immediately following that performance that night. You'll probably break it down the next day. No, we gotta gotta fucking, you know, relax and have a good time and revel in our success. It's the after party, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Does Opera Vandy come to us, or do we have to go to him? Well, the day after the performance, he will come and visit. He's got a big smile on his face. And he comes by and he says, Gosh, well done. Well done. It was such, so good. It was a fantastic show. I'm so glad that you decided to show up. Yes, thank you for the invitation. He kind of gestures at the grounds behind you. Well, it doesn't seem you'll be staying in Carrick for very long. Where are you headed next? I think we're going to go to Castanley next. Ah, Castanley. I'm sure they will be very excited to have you. Jolton Craggs is the mayor of Castanley. I'll send a runner ahead of you and uh, let him know that he's on that uh, you're on the way. Be be wary of Jolpen. He's generally a skeptical fellow. Skeptical of what? We're yeah. obviously a circus. Anything that he doesn't determine as being quote hard working. Uh, he doesn't quite. Feel the need for frivolous entertainment. In fact, as I was informing the mayors of the local towns, he had said that he wasn't terribly interested. But after the success of your show last night, I can't imagine he would turn you away. I thought you said that you had a group of people that was excited to have us from oh. each place. Oh, yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Jopin's not part of the group, though. I might have stretched the truth a little bit. There are people in Castanley are excited for you to be there. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll pressure him. I'll make sure to send a runner ahead and, and let him know that uh, that it was it was very uh, uh, beneficial uh, to the uh, uh, the mental health of the local people. Yes, yes. I guess we'll just have to build to the anticipation when we get there. Good call. The people of Castanley are very fond of their animals. I dare suspect that they'll take on very well to your animal performances. Well, we have a few of those. Yeah, if he gives you any sort of pushback at all, just 
let him know how much you, how well you take care of your animals and how impressive their feats of spectacular and wonder are. He won't be able to say no. Perhaps we'll have to show him our lion and tiger. Well done, yes. I can't imagine he would be able to say no to such beautiful creatures. I just wanted to come and see you off. Thank you for coming again. The Swordwands are very appreciative of what you're doing for us. Since you're here, I thought we could talk. Uh-oh. Any more nightmares or dreams of people dying? Uh, oh. Uh, uh, no. Not since you've come. What do you know of old Kuru? Other than he is one of the ones that died. In fact, I recall he may have been one of the first. Yes, he, he was, wasn't he? And he looks immediately uncomfortable. Yeah, what about? Well, we we happened to have stopped by his place. Begins sweating a little bit. Oh? Yes, his, uh, his ghost still haunts his bedroom. No. I don't advise anybody going there. Oh. Ever. We burned down the rest of the house, but... You did what? He's powerful enough that, uh, his room survived. This ghost has power? Yes, well, scorned ghosts tend to have that. Although in this case, it doesn't seem that he's the one that's scorned, but more like cursed. It appears he coveted something from Roger, his land or something. Oh. And Roger denied him the sale of the land or something? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Roger was not uh, terribly fond of old Carew, uh and, and and did deny the, the sale of the land. Because his ghost was uh, moaning about the fact that Roger should have taken the sale or something. Seemed to have a grudge against him for not selling the land. I wonder if that had something to do with his death. Oh... Do you know anything about that? Moonlight stares right at him. <laughs> like through his soul? Like, pretty uh, much. <laughs> go ahead and give me uh, your intimidate on that. Fuck me. Uh, 18 on the die for 40. <laughs> 40 total. Criminy dude. He immediately like shrinks into himself. And he just goes, oh, I didn't. I didn't realize things were so bad for them. We talked about this, Moonlight. I'm sorry. I I don't know what to say. I I, I interred his, his remains. Yeah, true, yes. Uh, I don't, he never had any direct tie to me necessarily. I, 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 don't, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. And he shirks away from you. Look, I have business that I could probably attend to. He starts walking backwards and he trips over his stick and falls on his ass and quickly stumbles up. He's like, I, uh, I, have to, I have to go. And he rushes away. Moonlight will call after him. It is your curse we were trying to help you with. A couple of the people who are nearby watching the uh, circus pack up kind of look over at Opper as he's running away with raised eyebrows. Moonlight smirks. They can't help it, but they smirk. <laughs> they really like making him uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, fantastic. There, Soro. Soro, what do you think about that? Oh, he... He trembled. He trembled so greatly. You have an effect on people. See, that's why I like you, Moonlight. I like you very much. Can we kill him now? 
Not yet. I'm sorry, what? Did you say not yet, Moonlight? Shut up, Rainbow Squirrel. I just get a feeling with him that it might come to that. Oh, I hope it does. Just like with Dusklight. Didn't have to go down as it did, but had a feeling it would. Mm, I wish I was there for that one. That one was dripping with intrigue and suffering. It was quite entertaining. So you all begin making your way south from Carrick. The road that you're taking isn't quite like the road, the Verdant Passage, that went to Matt and Cleave. This is more of a farmer's trail. And off to the west, as you're traveling through the day, you see the rolling Solwyn Hills as you're on the western edge of the Swordlands. Just before getting to a place that's marked on the map as the Hollows, there's a lightly wooded area. The road here cuts through a large copse of trees. The whole area around here seems to be covered in this white, sticky substance. Oh god, I regret saying that. (laughs) Sure hope so. I really do. (laughs) And as you travel farther along the road, the road ahead is blocked by a sheet of webbing strung across the trees. And a tiny humanoid form, no larger than two feet high, struggles in the webbing. And you see an arachnid the size of a cottage lumbers toward the struggling captive, only to stop in confusion as the tiny figure winks out of existence. There is a buzzing of wings and a shrill laugh as a small rock appears mid-air and plunks into one of the spider's massive eyes. And you hear this... <laughs> and this creature pops up in the middle of air, uh, in the air, puts his thumb to his nose in a rude gesture and sticks his tongue out, does a cartwheel in the air and flies up, up a little higher. I like this and guy. the giant spider, this is a massive spider, looks up at him in what you could only imagine would be frustration, although that's a hard emotion to read in a spider. What do you do? How far away are we? I would say maybe like 100 feet. Well, I don't want shit all to do with the spider. Moonlight will call out. I say, good sir. (laughs) Do you need any assistance? (laughs) (laughs) Assistance? messing with the local populace. Fair enough. We do need to go through this area, though. And the spider seems to be blocking it. There is a spider, as I mentioned, the size of a cottage. This thing is massive. Even the two juvenile spiders that are accompanying this massive creature are still huge in their own right. Oh, that's cutie. Doesn't look that big. I hate it. It's eating a Pegasus, you got. Are you kidding me? It's a Pegasus. <laughs> I thought for sure the fuck its fate was the enemy. It probably <laughs> still is. Probably still. <laughs> That's the fucking fate for you. God damn it. This is the worst encounter. And anyway, it's gargantuan, and that's what it is. As uh, the party, who's traveling with the circus this time around, the whole train of the circus stops the 100 feet away. The professor walks up to Moonlight. 
it, this seems to be a problem. We need to pass through here. I unleashed the entire fleet of animals. <laughs> oh, good. Casualties. What, you think that they were just here not for my protection? <laughs> <laughs> the gargantuan spiders don't seem to notice the party or the circus at the moment. They're focused primarily on this fairy. That web that the spiders have in this area crosses the entirety of the road from one end to the other. And there's not any way for the circus to pass. Can I do a recall knowledge on the spiders? Nature on this. 37. Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, <laughs> this is a Goliath spider. What would you like to know about it? Does it speak any languages? It does not. It is an unintelligent animal. Weaknesses, resistances. Neither. So just hit it hard. I guess. I fireball the road. And all of them. Alright. Yep. You yep. said there's web covering everything. I gotta burn that shit up. <laughs> Alright. So you would easily be able to catch the Goliath spider. It's two juveniles. We gonna attack the Fae? I don't think we want to attack the Fae at this point. Kay. The Fae is high enough in the air that the fireball does not hit it. But the fireball does light the webbing aflame, and you absolutely catch the attention of the spiders. Go ahead and roll your damage on those uh, after we get some Four reflex saves. Yeah. Well, there goes the woods. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> the Goliath spider itself gets a critical success with a 39. Oof. The two juveniles both fail. I feel bad fighting and killing something called a juvenile, but not when it's a spider. <laughs> and it's the size of a car? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> juvenile spider the size of a car. 32 damage on a fourth level fireball. Alright. We've got some damage down, and we're gonna roll initiative. Then at the top of round one is the Goliath spider. The big boy turns and looks at the party, and uh, the professor goes, Oh, I'm gonna leave this to you guys. And he backs off and retreats immediately. This is almost kind of exciting. This is going to be the first time our circus has actually seen us be heroes and, like, fuck shit up. No, they've seen my fireball before. <laughs> that was cleaning up. Yeah, that was cleaning up. I'm and cleaning up the web right now. <laughs> There goes the wizard just doing doing his deeds. Clean it up. There's better ways to clean things. Yeah, one of them is fire. (laughs) Well, the first thing that the Goliath spider at the top of round one turns to face the party. That goddamn motherfucker goes first. Ty goes to the enemy. God damn it. Need to take that feat that makes it so you go first. You're a hundred feet away. The spider uses its first two actions to cross the distance. Who's standing up front? Peach, by and Jeb, I'd assume. And with its third action, uses a web attack and gets a 34 to hit Peach, by. Yeah, motherfucker. A creature hit by the spider's web strike is restrained and tethered to the spider, preventing it from moving farther away from the spider. The spider Gross. can have one creature tethered at a time. But whatever. If, I, if all, of all of us, have it be me. 
It moved a hundred feet. It moved ninety feet. That is a lot of speed. Like almost you, double my speed. Can you oh. imagine a cottage-sized spider running forty-five? You know, like that speed, just like zipping like by, shaking That's, ground next to you. That's <laughs> not an anime. Is that that crazy? That's ninety feet in four seconds. I hate it so much. Just comes trucking towards Peach Pie and hits that web right on Peach Pie. It's a good thing Peach Pie doesn't hate spiders like David does. You are restrained and tethered to the spider, but it doesn't say that you actually are actually immobilized. Restrained conditions. You're tied up and can barely move, or a creature has you pinned. You have the flat-footed and immobilized conditions, and you can't use any actions with the attack or manipulate traits, except to attempt to escape or force open your your bonds. Restrained overrides grabbed. Literally, all you can do is attempt to escape. Then yes, that's what I'll do. Peach pie. It's your turn. Motherfucker, I'll try to escape. 32. A 32 is a success. Okay. Now the question is, what do I want to do with it? Peach Pie like Hulk bursts out of the web. Oh, very frustrating. Because now I can't rage, move up, and attack. I can only move up and attack. Or rage and move up. Fuck it, I rage and move up. Done. Oh. And after Peach Pie, Jebediah, it's your turn. I conjure a lightning storm. Hell yes, brother. I always forget Jebediah's Thor. <laughs> it's okay. He knows. <laughs> a 120-foot cloud above an area, and upon completion of the spell, I strike down a lightning bolt with a five-foot burst. Well, do that on... Well, burst, that's going to be... That's nine squares, right? A five-foot burst is four squares. A burst occurs at an intersection on the grid. Rather than a square. Yeah. Correct. Hitting the two babies? They both fail, getting a 20 and a 25, respectively. And they get struck by lightning. 28 damage to both scooters. 28, nice hit. Now, do you get to uh, strike again on future turns by sustaining with one action? Yes, for a total of a minute. That's, okay, that's pretty goddamn cool. But surprisingly enough, that is a three-round action spell. I know, crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's that's that's how you start a combat. You just sustain that shit every round. Well, that's going to take us over to one of the juvenile Goliath spiders, who will use all three actions to cross the distance and sidle up right next to Peach Pie. But unfortunately, that's all three of its actions. Wizard, it's your turn. Uh, the wizard steps off to the side for his first action. How far away are these three? There's the two right in front of Peach Pie. Is this yes, third the, one? Yeah, the two right in front of Peach Pie. The third one is uh, 80 feet back. It's 80 feet back 80 feet from, past from like pie. me or oh, past Peach Pie? Yeah, 80 feet past Peach Pie. So instead, I'll do what I always fucking do. I'm just going to step up behind Peach Pie and do a color spray. Color spray. Yeah, fifth so level. You're going to hit the Goliath and the Juvenile. Alright, Will saves from them. The... <laughs> so the Juvenile Spider rolls a 17, but only gets a 27 total, which is a failure. The Adult rolls a 4 for a 21 in total, also fails. Remind me, what's the failure on that, dude? So the creatures will be stunned one, blinded for one round, and dazzled for one minute. 
I hate to say it, but uh, oh, incapacitation okay. trait. Yeah. Well, let's see. Definitely not on the juvenile. What level would they have to be to increase it? Eleven. Because yeah. it's more than double the spell level. You said five, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a fifth level. Yeah. Okay. Then the uh, the Goliath spider, the adult, is an eleventh level creature. Son of a bitch. So it would succeed as opposed to fail. So a success is they're just dazzled for one round. That's my turn. The other juvenile spider that's in the back uses all three actions to also cross the distance and get up next to its sibling. Moonlight, it's your turn. Been trying to figure out what to do for a while now. <laughs> I'm going to start off with a intimidating glare at Mr. Goliath spider. That Crazy is intimidate. intimidate check. Almost was a good roll, but I get a 28. A 28 is a success. <laughs> roll a six on the die and still make those. So he is frightened one. And then we're going to see just how frightened he really is. I'm going to need a will save. Ooh, all right. He gets a 24. Ooh, 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 ooh. He fails, and he sees visions of terrible, terrible things. His webs are on fire. Oh, wait, that's already happening. <laughs> um, and his children are, or their children are burning and dying. They see this all in their mind. There is a colossal boot coming out of the sky. <laughs> a giant child comes down and starts plucking legs off of it. All right. Look, so, I figured it out. It is Phantasmal Killer at level five. All right. How much damage is that going to deal our Goliath Spider? It is going to be remarkably close to average 32 damage on 10d6. This is like all, right. all sixes and ones. Almost. Ridiculously close to average. And that is. Oh, does it also become frightened too because becomes of that? Frightened too, yes. And after Moonlight scares the house-sized spider, the fairy starts goes, Yo, boo! Boo! You're taking away my audience! And he disappears, and he flies forward, and appears right above the spiders again, and chucks another rock down at it, and goes, Yeah! Boo! Then, it's the big guy's turn. The Goliath Spider, not really realizing who's casting the spells at it, is just going to go for the big clown and is going to bite at Peach Pie. Gets a 24 to hit. Get fucked. Get fucked indeed. Undeterred, the Goliath Spider will take another stab at Peach Pie. This time getting a 36 to hit. But a miss on the miss chance. Actually, the 5 does make the DC. Oh, motherfucker. Alright, he hits. Sorry, buddy. The spider digs in with its. But it's not a critical. Go kart sized fangs. Seriously. Go kart sized. (laughs) 22 piercing damage to Peach Pie. I feel like and I'm bludgeoning at this point because like, it's yeah. just so big. Like, how how is piercing? it piercing? That doesn't make any sense. No, you're absolutely right. Those are giant fangs. They should just be bludgeoning. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, no, but but uh, Peach Pie, give me a fortitude save. Is this against a poison? It certainly is. I get a 27. A 27 fails. 
Jesus H. Christ, I used my fucking hero point. Fuck that bullshit. Fuck that bullshit indeed. 41. That's a critical success. Fantastic. Peach Pie, unperturbed, just shrugs it off. Indeed. Goliath Spider, however, thinking that he's incapacitated, the giant clown is going to use his third attack against the wizard. Cool. He gets a 16 to hit. Woohoo! Sweet. After that, Peach Pie, it's your turn. I am already raging and in range. Oh, do I try and kill the little guys or go after the big guy? The little guys are hurt. Screw it. Let's try and focus fire. I'll go after the little guys to start. So there's a juvenile spider one next to me. I'm going to smash him. 26 to hit. That's a hit. We'll deal it. 24 damage. That's a big smash. You crush it, and it makes a sickening... Uh, but it's still alive. Attack number two. Aw. Oh, 23 hits. Yes, it does. Fantastic. We'll Guess hit it. why? <laughs> because of all the debuffs. Oh, yeah. Hit it for 32, and then I'm going to use as a third action the thing I can do, which is knock back. And I'm going to knock it back five feet. Okay. Peach Pie comes up and golf club swings this thing right under its spider chin. Yeah, why not? And it flies back five feet. All right, I'm done. That is my turn, because then it has to spend an action moving. It certainly doesn't. Hey, Jebediah, it's your turn. Hey, dude, I'm going to start by sustaining a spell, and I'm just going to hit the same two boys again. The two little guys? Yep. All right. We've got a 27, (laughs) which is a regular failure, it looks like, and then a 15, which is a critical failure. Is that the one that was already almost dead? Yes. There we go. Looks like we... Lightning bolt from the sky, killing juvenile spider one. And then I will charge the Goliath spider. Fuck. God, Jebediah, you're so cool. Thanks, bro. And I'll get... It, it's 1130. Action. Here, Action point. point. There you go. Ooh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> God damn. All right. That'll be good. I'm done. All right. And that turtle comes out of nowhere. That cat just meowed at that. That's adorable. <laughs> it's okay, turtle. <laughs> Did you name your cat turtle, by the way? What you gonna do about it? You did, didn't you? <laughs> yes! I love it! <laughs> alright, alright. Um, well, Jebediah lightning strikes one of the creatures to death. That takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Uh, the wizard is going to use his first action to elf step ten feet away. Oh, nice. Into position to Kona cold the two of them. Here we go. The juvenile gets a 15, which is a critical failure. The Goliath spider, however, the adult gets a 30, which is a success. Okay. And then it's 12d6 cold damage. 38 damage. 38, which is going to deal 76 to the juvenile spider and 19 to the Goliath spider. The juvenile spider... As the cone of cold hits it, this just torrent of ice chunks and biting cold wind knocks it back and icicles start growing from it and it falls over dead. Well, that's going to take us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. Moonlight's going to throw a book at him. (laughs) And miss with the natural one. 
Glad I didn't waste a spell on this round. That would have been, <laughs> would have been miserable. Alright. Third action? Um, I don't have any cool level one spell, or one action spell, so I will just shield. Then after Moonlight, the flying fairy is going to go around, uh, start flying in figure eights over the party, and goes, Oh, magic! That was cool! And he's going to throw another rock at the Goliath spider and laugh at it, which is going to take us over to the last remaining spider, the house-sized Goliath spider, seeing Peach Pie. It doesn't quite understand the whole magic thing, so it doesn't really quite understand the fact that Jebediah struck down its children, but it did see Peach Pie swing a hammer. It understands that. It's going to use its first action of a fang attack on Peach Pie with a 33 to hit. Well, it. Dealing Peach Pie 21 points of piercing damage. Can I just really quick point out, not level 10, I have 178 HP. Jesus. Fuck. Okay, so this isn't that big of a deal at all then, yeah? <laughs> even Moonlight broke 100 this level. Damn. 178? I didn't even see that. Yeah. Well, go ahead and give me a fortitude save. You got it. That's a 28. Out of hero points, Peach Pie fails. All right. Fortitude save. Bitch. Going to the first track down the Goliath Poison, which will deal 2d6 points of poison damage. 12 poison damage on Peach Pie. You are slowed one. Ah, what a whore. By the poison. Well, that was its first attack. It also is going to use its second attack on Peach Pie. Getting a... 27 to hit. That will miss. Ooh. Would a 28 have hit? Why do you ask? Because it has Frightened 1 on it. Yeah, it would have. Well done, Moonlight. Moonlight saves a hit. Yes. Third attack on Peach Pie. One successful hit on Peach Pie and two misses from the Goliath Spider. That's going to take us over to Peach Pie, who loses his first action to the slowed condition. God damn motherfucker. I attack it with my hammer. I get a 35 to hit. 35 hits. Squish. I deal it. 36 damage. Big hit. Still alive. Second Not attack. Bloodied. Yeah, I'll swing again. See what happens. 33 to hit. Battle it. Hell yeah. We'll deal him. Ooh, shit rolls. 23 damage. That takes us over to Jebediah. Sustain. It gets a 25. It fails at a lightning bolt to the face. <laughs> 18 damage. Shit, as far as, as, the spider, rolls. as far as as far as the spider's concerned, nature's pissed at it right now. <laughs> it's just what the fuck? <laughs> Lightning's killing my babies. And we'll strike at it. 32. That'll hit. 19 damage. Another slice. God, your static is so much stronger than mine. Yeah, Seriously. it's fucking raging. That's what it'll do for you. Rage static is. Insane. I will attempt another strike, and I will get a 16, huh? Such a mess. Oh, so skip that. We'll be done. All right. Well, it takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. What time of day is it? Thunderstorm time? Yeah, <laughs> thunderstorm. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to quick and cast Sudden Bolt on it. Oh, you're doing it. The spider gets a 30 to save versus the Sudden Bolt, which is a success. Yep. And then uh, 31 damage. So it's going to take half of that at 15. And then I cast Enervation. My second, third action, Sonic. Fuck. 
Well, the spider is going to get a fortitude save. This is its good save. A 35. Which will succeed. Okay, so it'll take 2d8 persistent negative damage. Well, all right. A wizard dropping magic left and right. Moonlight, it's your turn. Yeah, this thing seems to have a lot of hit points. Uh-huh. So, Moonlight's going to just drop another will save on it. It's going to get a 30. Okay, it's just barely a success. So this is another phantasmal killer. Okay. It only, level again, or? Uh, this was fourth level. Fourth level, okay. Uh, takes 4d6 mental damage and is frightened one again. Uh, 4d6 was a whopping 13. About average again. <laughs> well, that'll take us up to the Goliath Spider who is in just an absolute rage and attacking Peach Pie, does a 40 hit you? That is, in fact, a critical hit. Well, then Peach Pie will take 44 points of damage. Goodness gracious. And give me a fortitude save. That's a 23. 23 will fail which increases you up to stage two, but you're also gonna need to make another fortitude save from the previous applied poison. 34. Okay. Is that a success? That is a success. All right, before you say anything, you wanna hear something fun? If I succeed in a- You wanna hear something fun? Yeah, here here it comes. (laughs) If I succeed on a fortitude save, it counts as a critical success. I also have fast recovery, which means it's even better. So, fuck your poison spider. Apparently. Hold on a second. Fast recovery. What does that do for you there? Uh, so fast is... Actually, I don't even need it in here. But um, it, each critical success you achieve against an ongoing disease or poison reduces its stage by three. Holy shit. Well, considering that you were only at stage two, you completely shrug off the rest of the poison. I use my super barbarian powers to take the poison from my blood, put it into my mouth, and spit it back at the spider. Pretty sure it doesn't work like that. That's not actually what happens, but I, I like the visual. Yeah, not, de- not it definitely point. doesn't work like that. No. Peach Did Pie, you just, will take 12 points of poison damage. Did you just fucking max on that again? Yes. Yes, God. I only max on poison damage. Damn it! <laughs> so Peach Pie takes another 12 points of poison damage before he wills the poison into his mouth and spits it back at the spider. Yeah, whatever. Which does nothing, obviously, but it was cinematic and and fun. The spider is also going to be taking 10 points of negative energy damage from the enervation and will get a 19 to recover from that persistent damage. Why is the spider only attacking once? I don't know. He's going to attack two more times. Second attack, 29 to hit Peach Pie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, take damage. Give me another fortitude save. Sorry, boo-boo. That would yeah. technically be a 28, but we already know that that hits him. That so. it's true. Nat 20. Oh, That's okay. Crazy. I thought that was the spider's like third attack. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the spider's third attack. 32 on the third attack. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's... So go ahead and give me another fortitude save here as you take 20 more points of piercing damage. 29. Seriously, you were the best person for the spider to decide to attack. <laughs> Between all the HP that you've got and all the crazy poison recovery stuff. All the HP I had. It is, <laughs> all 178 of it is almost gone. A lot of damage from that. That is a lot of spider. goddamn damage. Well, I mean, it hit with all three attacks, at a f- even at the minus 10. It did. 
Well, but it's my turn now, I think. It is Peach Pie's turn. And I'm going to give it right back. So so did it succeed that last save or fail? Oh, yeah, the 29. Does that succeed? Oh, uh, actually, the 29 does not. Thank you. Okay. Which means you take an another... Um, if I roll max on this again... We'll know you're cheating. I'm going to fly all the way from Florida back up to Minnesota <laughs> and kick you square in the dick. I only got Close. a nine total on that one. I did get close, though. Nine uh, poison damage. So out of 66, you rolled five sixes. Go that's, fuck yourself. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. At action two, then, I guess, we will attack and get a 28 to hit and miss. God motherfucking damn it. Action three. We'll attack again. Yep, we'll miss again. So that's it. I'm done. All right. Please somebody kill this thing. And after Peach Pie, Jebediah. Or godlike shit and sustain a lightning bolt. More lightning crackles and falls from the sky. The spider gets a 36, which is a success on the reflex save. All right, um... Takes 14 damage. I don't want to risk missing, so I'm going to use my other two to healing for 62. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Plus 40? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. I shoot lightning bolts. I'm a cleric. I smack people. You're everything, dude. Spencer and you got a turtle. does everything. Why is it plus 40? Because it's, it's level, level five. 5. Every level that I get higher gets 8. God, that's insane. Gets an extra dice and an extra plus 8 every level. That leaves us to the wizard. Three action magic missile? That's always an option. What level are we casting it at? Level 1. Level 1? Okay, well, I wasn't quite expecting that. Get him. Moonlight, finish him. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that book. Three magic missiles deal ten damage to the Goliath spider. Which takes us down to Moonlight. Why you gotta put this on me? It's gotta be at like two HP. Book. Yeah, but book. the book not critical yet. can miss. <laughs> the book can miss, yes. Yeah, we're just gonna stick with trying to scare it to death. Another will save. <laughs> right. It gets a natural one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> on its will save. It is so fucked. I mean, we already know it's level 11, so it's fortitude save doesn't mean shit. Um, I can't drop it on it, though, but give me a fortitude save. Ah, that's right. Yeah, for the uh, for the chance it, to die. If it critically it fails this, it dies. Uh, we went over this, didn't we? There is no critical failure option, so doesn't it just automatically go from fail to... It says if like, there is no critical failure, then treat critical failures as failures. We saw that? Yeah, that's in the rules. Same with it. There's no critical success, just treat it as a success. Well, just for posterity, it gets a 38 on the fortitude save. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, so, but it will still take... It will take 12d6 mental damage. Wow. Which is 34. The spider stiffens... Stands straight up, and you hear a little as its brain explodes and it collapses to the ground in a thunderous. And for fun, it's also frightened for. <laughs> and fleeing. And Moonlight killed the big spider in front of our entire circus. Yeah, that's true. And as soon as the Goliath spider dies, 
the circus behind, which has been inching closer throughout the entire combat as they see that not only do you have this in hand, but it's been an absolute spectacle watching you all work. And when the Goliath spider falls, this uproarish cheer just erupts from behind you as the entire circus applauds the party. How wet is Ellie? <laughs> oh, she's in a puddle <laughs> on the floor. And the pe- professor comes puddle? up behind Moonlight and goes, Well, turns out that you're very good at this. You should have had the professor slip in the puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders. Why does it have to be spiders? I hate spiders! And I'm very glad that these ones are dead. Why are there house-sized spiders anyway? I don't want that. Nobody wants that. What other horrible monsters are we going to encounter? And what about this little fey guy? What's his deal? Find out next time as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.